Welcome to the second podcast of Moments with Dwayne. Just a note, my pen name is Naze. That's N-A-Z apostrophe E. That is the name that I've had since 1994, I think. But before then, I just used my full name. I thank all those from the United States, which includes my friends and family, that I shared this with on Facebook and Twitter, and also my friends and family and countrymen in Jamaica, which I shared on WhatsApp, and also, which is really cool, on Twitter, I reached out to a couple of poetry communities, and it has come to a known fact that I've had listeners from Ireland, yes, I said Ireland, those unknown poet lovers. But I'm hoping it's the band you too that is also listening. But if it's not them, it's okay too. And again, I just want to say thank you to the poetry community on Twitter. So tonight I'm going to read five poems. Four out of the five will be mine. And I'm going to read a poem that I requested a friend of mine to write on a topic that I created. You're really going to enjoy it, poet fans. It's very heartfelt. Also, I wanted to say that you can catch me, uh, or should I say, read my poems on allpoetry.com. I have about 277 poems on there. Warning, there are some poems that are of graphic nature, adult themes, and also with very coarse language. They also deal with the very difficult subject and social matters as well. Some of those and many other poems of mine will be read on this podcast eventually. And so without further ado, let's get to it. The first, But first I wanted to thank Anchor. Anchor is the podcast app that is making this all possible. And it is so easy to set up and create. The first poem is called, Can I Have Poetry Without Rules? Can you free my poetry? Can I have it the way I want it and how I want it? So I see that I get tips on how things should be worded, spaced, rhyme, meter, subject or predicate, or what the heck. Poetry is the expression of expression. Can you really be judged by the method of how I describe my meltdown or my adulation of love? How, why, who? Who are those that think of themselves so high that you can have them tell me how I should write, how I should type, how should I cry, and how should I fight? Poetry is not a right, it is a freedom beyond freedom and if I come in this place I don't care about structure or word placement I want the word to hear me blaring me swearing me caring the poet that is whoever I want to be to share my path my pain my laughter words my chess match of expression, my love and affection. Can I have poetry 
without rules so I can win a contest or two because the rules are robbing me of that too. How do we put rules on something, on an art that is like water, twisting and turning, cresting up here and not there? How do we put sanctions on something that is limitless and ever flowing like air? As I am typing now, it's telling me what are weak words and what are strong words. How do you expect me to be me with my poetry if you're constantly monitoring the thought and the expression of what is inside of me? Can I have my poetry free? Free from conditions that stifle me. This next poem was inspired by my good friend Ada, who is Cuban. We were talking outside about the injustice of slavery and the other aspects of this conversation. And so out of that conversation was birthed this poem. The title of this poem is called Owning Your Own Kind, inspired by Ada Tremina. It is evident, my brothers, my sisters, we have owned our own kind during the slavery days to even today. We have committed black-on-black crimes from way back when. So when we state that the white man is to blame, we must also look our own way. We made profit of owning our own kind. Black men, black women, and children, like you and I, whipping, beating, mistreating, just as the other slave masters did. How can you not find this news disheartening, degrading, disgusting, and disappointing? My brothers, my sisters, we are part of the injustice of America's history. Fellow countrymen helped the Spaniards and many other countries in Europe enslave the African for weapons, wealth, and other selfish reasons. We have sold out our own people. Now we look at the situation in today's society. The drug dealers, pimps, black Republicans, belligerent co black co-workers, the many others who have been the reason for our many fallen black leaders, fallen black people. We have victimized our own people. We have owned our own people. We have killed our own people throughout the pages of time. My brothers, my sisters, it is evident that we have owned our own kind during the slavery days to even today. We have committed black on black crimes from way back when. So when we state that the white man is to blame, we must also look our own way. We must look at our own in the face. We must realize that not of all of us are on the same side, regardless if we're in the same race. 
my brothers, my sisters, you must look the other way instead of looking towards the white man at some of the tragedies that throughout history have taken place. The third poem is a very heartfelt poem. I asked this young lady to write a poem of the title that I came up with called Off in the Distance. Here are her words by Helena Barber. Promises made were proven a lie. Not every child does love apply. Loneliness and separation have always been my reparation. Not because of the guilt I bear, but because I, the heir of those who've lived and died alone, ostracism became my home. I see the life I've always dreamed, not the one I've always deemed. Far off in the distance, I can see love, friendship, family luring me, the carrot chased but not obtained. Still I fight to try and gain, not refusing any task, even coming to a point to ask, is this my nightmare or my dream? Then these words came to be, perhaps this world is not for me. It may be death where I'm set free. Through failed attempts, I take my last breath. My solace could not even be found in death. So I'll continue to walk alone, leaving clues to where I've gone. My life serve as an instance of what it's like to look far off in the distance. Poem number four is a poem dedicated to the staggering loss of Maya Angelou. Quick story. So back when I was living in Miami, and I also had posted my poems in a black-owned newspaper weekly, Ephrata Thomas, who also helped me to get that going, had an opportunity to meet with someone who actually worked for Miss Angelou. Well, I got the chance to write a poem and I placed it on beautiful paper and uh, from what I understand that Miss Angelo did receive that poem but I never heard from her and really it really wasn't you know the reason why I did it why I wanted her to have that personalized poem but the world people of color women and poets lost an amazing and dynamic person. Here is the poem dedicated to Maya Angelou. The title of this poem is called Today We Lost a Voice. Today we lost a voice, a voice of courage, a voice of equality, a voice of personal pain and the pain of a race, of women, of people across the globe. Today we lost a poetess, a poetess words struck, a poetess words shook foundations, 
a poetess words that reached nations, a poetess that spoke on the personal experience, a poetess that engaged the mind to think, wonder, and awe of, for the lives of others and herself. Today we lost a voice, a voice that encouraged others to speak, a voice that made so many weep, a voice that carried so many dreams, images and realities to the light from the dark. How do we pay homage to one who's so full of spark? Now God has her in his grasp to hear all her lovely words released from her lips. We will miss you, my Angelo, for all your words, all your work, and all of your inspiring so many generations of poets, poetists, to follow in your footsteps. Today we lost a voice, but tomorrow we gain the assurance that her words will never be silenced or cease because of her right, her fight, her plight to be the voice of humanity. It was written 528-2014-451 p.m. The fifth and final poem is titled, As the Raging Sea. You say you want to feel the fire within, as the raging sea, bursting with all that energy, crashing on the shores, sharing all the gifts that you wish to explore. Explosions of lust and passion escape from you in the air. Do you feel, do you wish to feel me somewhere in there? Like the taste of the sweetness of the nectar and the juice dripping from the side of your mouth. Let me taste it from your cheeks and lick it in a soft manner. You say you feel the fire within as the raging sea. I am the sea waiting to take all that you can give and ready for all that I can receive. Give it back to you in waves. Let's bring this thing together and make wine of excellent vintage. Finally, I just wanted to say thank you for all of you who've uh, joined this podcast and the first one especially, encouraging me to continue to do this uh, because I enjoy sharing my world and my words with all of you. 
and please share it to as many people and poets as possible. And also, give me feedback. I would love to know what you guys are thinking and gals. Uh, I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and TuneIn. Till next time,、uh, with moments with Dwayne.